Hello guys, welcome to Two Men One Beard. I'm your host today, JB, and my co-host Muno. And we are at episode nine now. Nine. Yeah, we're nine. doing episode eight and episode nine are um, being recorded back to back. Yep. So, so it's the same, same, same stuff. Same setting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, nothing has passed between those two episodes for us at least well we well, had some noodles but <laughs> yeah for you guys uh it'll, it'll be a week difference um but yeah um should we first talk about uh i'll talk about my story recently uh, at the gym oh ah, yeah. yeah yeah so um <clears throat> the most bizarre thing uh, has happened to the gym to me recently so i haven't been going for a while now uh, probably like not a while but for a week because mm. um, I am having pain uh, with my forearms when I'm bicep curling yeah um, so I'm taking a rest and see how where that goes if it gets even worse I'll just do whatever anyway <clears throat> that's not the story <laughs> so uh, so I split my workout uh, to three days so push pull leg yeah. um, so in some <clears throat> in my push day uh, I work out my shoulders, so that's one of my things I do. And I also work out my delts, so that's uh, just above your bicep. Mm -hmm. um, and there's this very difficult workout that I do, which if you, any of you gym goers might know, it's called the lateral raise. And it's very common for being very difficult, so you do a really light weight yeah. for you to do it. I've, I think I've done that before. Yeah, it's the one it's, it's, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I was doing lateral raises. Actually, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, so I saw that there was this lady and she mm. had a, she wasn't attractive by the way. Um, there was this lady and she was listening to me. She had her headphones on, but she was like doing this weird dance. I was like, well, why is she dancing? Like she was literally at the, um, and I was like, well, okay, cool. Uh, after a few minutes, uh, probably like after 10 minutes, yeah. I, I go to my lateral raises because I do that right at the start because it's one of the more one difficult ones, yeah. workouts, well, the ones I struggle with. Yeah. So I do that. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm uh, doing my lateral raises and I'm going to the uh, end of my, well, I mean my last rep. Yeah. And I close my eyes because it was so fucking difficult or it was either that or I was just zoning out and actually just looking at the weight yeah and the next thing I know this the lady the same lady that I was dancing was dancing in front of me I was like what the <laughs> fuck and then I look away so I do um, lateral raises on the um, on the pulleys yeah so I can only do one um, one per delt basically I work up so I look away do it and then that's it, fine, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, whatever, she's just dancing. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, is that the next the next uh, set I do, I'm struggling out here. So my face was not not pleasant. Like if you look at my face, I'm like yeah. crunched up, <laughs> trying, trying to lift. And it wasn't even that heavy. It was just like 10, 7 kg, it wasn't heavy. Um, and this lady just kept on looking at me and dancing. I was like, what is this? The most bizarre thing that's ever happened to me in the gym. And I, yeah. Well, you never, you never asked her what, what no, was going on. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck? I thought she was just, because I probably, I just assumed that she was just dancing because she was dancing anyway, like before even I was there. <laughs> but when I, like, when I walked in, when I saw yeah. her, she was dancing anyway. I just found it weird that people are dancing. I don't know. I, I can get, okay, I can get people dancing in, I know the, the gym that you go to. Um, was it in that, in that yeah. gym? Yeah. So I know there's like a space where it's open space. 
yeah. essentially. So I, I can understand that it's not it's not common to see people dancing. But, but but listen, the way she was dancing, it's like club dancing. Oh, maybe she's just trying to gear up for a Saturday night. You know? <laughs> to us, it was a Friday. It was a Friday. Yeah, so she's ready for that Saturday it was night. Friday, but I was like, how like. You're, you should be putting all this energy. I mean, it's probably just like a fucking cardio workout at that point. Yeah. Um, Do whatever gets you moving. Right, yeah, isn't it? exactly. But it was just so bizarre. I've never had. Well, we, we uh, we've had some more stories at the gym. <laughs> so yeah, I know which one you're alluding to as well. <laughs> so pre-COVID, me and. JB used to go to the same gym. gym yeah. uh, so we do often go to the same gym, but using gym passes and stuff. Um, but we actually used to both go to this one in our city centre. Um, and one day after a long workout, all right, so me and JB are heading back into the changing rooms. Yep. And the way this changing room is laid out, so you go through a door and you go around this like li- little corridor. It's not, not a long corridor, it's a little one. And then you come around the corner into the, the change room, obviously yeah. to stop people from yeah. seeing what's going on inside. Before you get to that point, so I was behind Munal when he walked in. So as soon as, uh, so after the corridor, it um, there's a it goes to the left. So there's a junction. Yeah. If you go to the right, no, is there something to the right? Is there a toilet? Uh, yeah, there's toilets to your right, to yeah. the door, and to your left is the entry to the actual be where people get changed. Mm. So. Munu was ahead of me, but what happened, he stops right at the junction, <laughs> looks at me, and looks very pissed off. Bear in mind, <laughs> Munu is the type of person that doesn't really get pissed off unless it's hot, and yeah. which it wasn't that day. Um, and yeah, I'll let you carry on. So it wasn't, like, maybe my face gave away a bit more than that it actually was. So it, was, it wasn't more me being pissed off. It was a little bit annoyed, like, and like, what the hell is this? So essentially, what I saw... All right, so I, it wasn't what I saw first. So I smelt pure doo-doo, right? <laughs> pure doo-doo. Like, I was like, okay, someone has had a massive one, right? And I was like, this is like, so you obviously said the toilet's on the right-hand side. Was yeah. It? So I remember the toilet's not being that close. So as in like, so you wouldn't really necessarily smell something unless like it was a colossus, a colossus poo. Like, yeah, so yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. So that's what I had. That's just before I went around the corner. I went around the corner. I looked straight ahead. I could see the moon cracking, bro. There was an ass hanging out in front of me. <laughs> like, obviously, this is like, this is a changing room. People, people, well, yeah. get, but people this was. come in and go, come in and come out and go out. Yeah, but this is like, but there's people getting changed. There's people obviously more body confident than I am. Like, they're walking around, you know, like with their muscles out and, you know, all sorts of things hanging out. But this was like, as you come around the corner, is an ass. Like, I literally, if I didn't stop, I probably would have, my face probably would have fed into that ass. Like, it would have been like that. Like, it was so close to coming in yeah. and it smelled so bad. I'm not 100% sure that this guy had crapped himself or if he did a massive poo, but he wasn't wearing any underwear. He looked very embarrassed, like, when, I, when he made eye contact with me. And it was one of the worst things I ever smelled in my life. Yeah, yeah, it's, I it's, just remember it being like, I have done big poos in my life, right? I, I can count, like, I, there's some days where I can write a whole Bible full of stuff like that. None of them have smelled like that. None of them have smelled the way that one smelled in the gym. Now, that's probably, that's probably the reason why I left. 
honest, I, did you ever come back? Yeah, yeah we, did, we did because there were, there were other stories similar um, that happened afterwards. Mm. Um, but nothing as bad as that. I, I don't yeah. think that many things happened in that gym to me. I think no. that gym was very, just very normal. Like there wasn't really. Yeah, that was just the one rare bit occasion that you see that. Because we used to go quite not. We used to go late. Not very late. late. I remember that day not being very late because there's quite a few people there. But, yeah, it's not, not what I wanted. Because I probably it's hadn't eaten dinner yet either. And I probably... Actually, no, it, probably would, it wouldn't have put me off on dinner. Yeah. But, um, but I just remember it smelling really bad. I just remember coming around the corner and I was like, oh, I know why you're pissed off. Yeah. I just remember seeing... Because like, I remember you being confused. Yeah, because so I just look so confused. You, I, I've never seen your face. <laughs> it, it was because what happened was you were in that junction, you looked at it, you look at me and you look pissed off and I was like what did I do I was like did I did I like get your did I lose your stuff because we don't it, we don't have a lock so a yeah. lot of our stuff is literally just exactly. it, yeah that one we didn't even put in a locker did we yeah. we literally just left it on the bench yeah very brave of us um, but yeah that was, that was yeah, my, that, I think that was my worst day at the gym like no bad workout has ever topped that changing room situation mm. like I've had bad workouts where I've been like tired where I I can't lift like there was that time we went and we did a bench press and I couldn't you had to save my life like I couldn't lift it back up oh the bench press yeah. the one in yeah. in the other gym yeah um, and even that like I don't know that's probably the only time you've ever had to do that for me like anyone actually anyone has oh, ever yeah, had yeah. to help yeah, me with any weights and that wasn't as bad, bad as yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking into that. <laughs> there was, I, I recently actually had like a... This was probably the last time I went to the gym, which was probably on Friday last week. Friday? Oh, I can't remember. Um, so I was doing a chest press, but my Smith, my lovely Smith machine was taken. So I was using a normal one. Hmm. And I am stupid and I forgot that the bar... Like the 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 barbell bar mm. weighs something yeah. in the free one in the free weights yeah. one. So yeah, I was lifting the exact same. So I could do it, but I was trying to do so. Normally in the Smith machine, I would do be doing like five reps. I tried to do a fifth rep. Oh my! <laughs> I just almost died, and I I just about had enough power to put it on the lowest possible setting. And the worst thing about it is that I was on an incline. So it's even worse because <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna die. <laughs> um, but yeah, I survived it. It was fine. It was fine. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that's to that's the yeah that's the that's world of, of gym, isn't it? Yeah, I, I yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't been enjoying it as I usually do. I haven't. Been yeah, but we'll, we'll try and get that, that arm situation sorted yeah, yeah. out. Cause it, yeah, cause it's good to go. Like obviously, I can't really say much because. I've I've neglected it for many many years. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do be fair. I went a couple of times yeah. this week, um, and I enjoyed it. Like I pushed. I actually pushed myself. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Like I did. I did the leg press, and I actually <laughs> felt like. It. Yeah, like to be fair, I don't think it's a good thing. But I felt a little bit dizzy after my last set, um, trying to do it. But it wasn't like dizzy as in oh I'm gonna fall over. It was just like damn, that was tough. So much energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, is when you it's 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 a good thing though to know that because you know you're pushing yourself you know you're yeah. going to your limits and that's yeah. I think that's the main thing that you want to do when you go to the gym. What I have noticed though, um, I never got COVID, so I don't I don't I can't blame it on COVID. But pre-COVID, when we used to go to the other gym together, I was doing more. 
weight. Like, especially on my legs. You said how high I can go on my legs. Yep. I can't, I don't know. I can reach that. It's called growing up, growing (laughs) old. Yeah, I think it's because obviously I spent, I used COVID as an excuse. Like, I never got COVID, but I used not trying to catch COVID as an excuse not to go gym for a while. Um, I think that. Yeah, you just got a debuff. Yeah. It's called old age. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's our that's our gym experience. Um, we've spoken about gym before, but yeah, that's, this yeah, is more of the, yeah, more the weird and wonderful yeah. side. More the, the stories that come from that. <laughs> so, um, sh- so um, should we start with my uh, with my with, with a movie review from yours truly? Yeah, so what we discussed, right, before we go into this, okay. what we discussed, because obviously I rambled on so much last week about the Greek mythology, I was like, you know what, let JB, you know, JB talk, yeah, have gonna, his day. I'm going to talk about a movie as well. Yeah. But it's, it's Kasim's favourite type of movie, an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think you've watched it. Uh, so, a while back, I really enjoyed, there was this anime, um, Made by a really popular mangaka, I believe. No, it's not mangaka. He's he's, he's just a he's a director, probably. Mangaka. That's Is that just, just someone that creates manga? Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's not mangaka. Sorry, that's my bad. Um, and he made his name is Makoto Shinkai, and he's very popular for having very good drawings in his anime. Um, and there's an anime that was called Your Name. Okay, yeah, I never got around to watching it. You never got around to no. watching it? I thought you watched it. No. Okay. No. So, um, I'm not sure if you're open with spoilers with the movie. or It's been years, bro. It's okay, been years. So, so the, the, the <clears throat> basically, the plot of the story pretty much revolves around a male and a female. And they, it's similar to uh, Freaky Friday where they switch bodies. Um, but it's not as so that's the main I guess plot but however what I really liked about this movie is that they had a different twist on it yeah so uh, you haven't watched it so I'll I'll just spoil the warning so what actually happens so at at first um, one of the 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 main girl I can't remember her name unfortunately (laughs) Uh, she wished that she was a boy, right? She wishes okay. that she was a boy because uh, she wished she was a boy in a um, in a city because she was living. She was literally the opposite. So she was a girl. She lived in the countryside. There wasn't a lot of stuff to do. So she wanted to live in a city. Okay. And she wakes up one day as a boy, and she didn't realize that she was a boy, um, but lays down the line she realizes that she is being swapped her body's being swapped with another with a with a boy basically mm-hmm. and the boy is going to her uh, body be like freaky it. friday yeah be, yeah be like freaky friday <clears throat> um but forever for them to remember what's happening they decide to write stuff for each other so on their hand they'll write their names they'll write what they've been doing so that because people thought they acted weird so obviously being a girl, she was into knitting and stuff. Yeah. And all of the guy's friends, when she was a guy, thought, oh, that's a bit weird. What are you doing there? Mm. And then, like, she was really excited to go to a cafe that 
the dude that the guy was always going to. Um, actually, the guy's name is like Taki or something, Taco, whatever. Anyway, um, but the so <clears throat> the guy. So there's one point where they. St- so there's a festival that happens in the in in the girl's um, town, and it's like a meteor festival. Yeah. And on that day, um, they. Uh, <clears throat> oh, go backtrack actually. There's a scene at the start where it shows a girl in a train sorry a guy in a train and a girl looking for the guy okay. and say and, and asks her do you remember me <clears throat> and the guy says I don't know I don't think so and he goes away so that's literally the intro right we'll come back to it because that's a really cool scene okay. I, I reckon you would have enjoyed this if you actually watched it um, <clears throat> so and then after that <clears throat> the guy realises that after the like meteor festival the guy realizes that he doesn't switch bodies anymore with the girl. Okay. Right. But then he re- but then he kind of I guess tries to find her because I think she he develops feelings I think from at that point. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's quite it is like the first I guess forty minutes of the story. Yeah. Um, but then when he looks for the city she lives in, she tries to visit it, but he couldn't find where it was because all he knows is the he doesn't know where it is. He just knows what it looks like. Hmm. Since he's a great... I think he's like a designer, like a drawing person. So he draws it and tries to look around the locals and the, like, the wherever near the countryside where this city is. Yeah. When they're in, like, a random uh, ryokan, which is, like, an inn, I believe, or, like, a random bus stop, he shows it to this person and, she's, and the person says, oh, that area. And then he takes her there and he realised that that place where the girl lived doesn't exist anymore a meteor hit that place. So actually, well, the big plot twist of that f- first part is that they're in two different timelines, which I find really cool because you didn't expect it. Because what you realise that there's certain scenes, like the girl doesn't have like a smartphone, she has like a flip phone. But then again, if you're in Japan, you don't realise that difference hmm. because in Japan, flip phones are still prominent. And you kind of realise like that because obviously with the countryside, you would expect it to be not that big okay like not that modern yeah and it's quite good at the contrast I, I really like that because I didn't expect that I think that yeah. twist was very cool oh those sound pretty good yeah so um so the girl is like she's like a weird maiden thing where they do uh, it was really weird so she is a in the girls countryside area whatever they they hold a festival and on the festival um, the girls have to like offer their spit in this thing. It was weird. I don't know why okay. they did that. Yeah. So okay, now it's because I watched it a while, well, a long time ago. Um, I can't remember what happens here exactly, but I I can summarize what happens. So because the guy was didn't know what to do, he had, um, I guess. I'm not sure where he got this idea from, but he knew where the girls, um, where, where they sacrifice their whatever, mm. their spits, right? It's like in a weird, like, mountainous, mountainous area. Yeah. Right? So he decides, so the guy decides to go into this, like, mountainous area, go to, like, the shrine, grab the thing and drink it or something like that. I can't remember why exactly he did it. There was a reason why, like, 
I don't know, maybe like he read somewhere like that's what it's supposed to do, or it does magical powers. Mm. Um, but if I remember correctly, but when the sun sets, your powers disappear or something like or something like that. So he goes on top of the. So imagine like a like a. So the shrine is in a volcano, like a dormant volcano, I would assume. Mm. And then you know around like the rim of the volcano. Yeah. Because obviously it goes in like a volcano. It's like it peaks and yeah. then it goes in yeah, yeah, yeah. where the volcano where the lava should come out yeah yeah so he goes on top of like the rim and then he so at this point i think yeah at this point he hears the girl's voice calling for him right hmm. so i assume the power of drinking the spit well i don't know what because the, the thing is though <laughs> with his movies there's a lot of like um fiction even though it's yeah it's a bit of th- that's why i think i enjoy anime when it comes to fiction because when it comes I don't know I, I, I can believe I can believe it more than it happening in real life I don't know to me when I see things happen like that in real life I don't know it's just weird so when I drink your spit I'm not going to get super yeah anyway <laughs> so they go on the thing and here's them in the here's her in the crater in the crater where, mm. on the rim of the crater where yeah. it's called and then they end up seeing each other and then they start crying and then saying um, they started crying and saying oh, I want to see you, blah, 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 whatever, like love story, whatever. Mm. And then it gets to a point, before I forget your name, write it on my hand, right? So the guy writes something in the girl's hand mm. and the girl, as soon as she touches his hand, it he disappears because yeah. the sun sets. Okay, so he doesn't know. And then, oh yeah, sorry, I forgot there's a plot point as well. So what the guy told her as well is, for her to get everybody to evacuate the city before the meteor hits. Hmm. Because now the guy knows that the meteor will hit the city. The girl has to plan a way for everybody to evacuate it. So she got all the... So... Okay, so... After the crater scene... So she drops it, right? And she goes around to get her friends to go to a local radio and tell everybody that electricity isn't working. Go run away somewhere. And she gets her other mates to, for some weird reason, they have it, to bomb the fucking generators or some shit like that. <laughs> so they bomb the generators. The city goes and, like, no electricity. And they tell people to go somewhere else to uh, so to, to go to the school because apparently that's the place that's not going to get hit or something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. So they get told off by the thingy, by the... So the girl's dad is the principal or, like, the mayor of the city. Yeah. She gets told off, whatever. But she starts running... And she forgets the guy. It's like, why, why am I doing this for? She realizes, why am I getting people to... Why am I doing this for? Mm. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Right? So that's why he's called your name. Mm. Because he can't remember the names. And then there's a point where she... She trips over. And then she realizes, when she trips over, she looked... That there was something in her hand. Because obviously he wrote his name. Yeah, yeah. But on her hand, she reads it. And you know what it says? Take a guess. Your name. No, it says, I love you. So the guy never wrote his Bro, name. he's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> he ruined so, it. So the guy never knew his name. And then it got to a point where... So she saves everybody. And then... Oh, yeah. I forgot I was supposed... You know, I, I just keep on forgetting. So... Do you remember at the start, I told you, right at the start of the movie, there's a scene where the girl visits the guy. 
But because the guy hasn't gone... Um, <clears throat> because the guy doesn't know the girl yet because she lives in the past. She doesn't know who... She, he doesn't know who she is. Yeah. So that's like another reason why there's that scene at the start. Because the guy's in the, the, guy's in the future. So if the girl tries to meet up with him in the past... The girl he in the past, he won't know. yeah, he won't know because it hasn't happened to him yet. Yeah. So that's why there's that scene at the start, which is like, floor was like, oh yeah, cool. Um, and then, so the girl doesn't remember, and it just says, "I love you" in her hand, whatever. And then I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, cool, that's pretty sick, you know. Nah, he's, like, he's ruined it. He's a simp. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. So she goes. She she she, she saves the people in the city, so everybody stays alive. Yeah. Right. But they still don't know. They're still looking for someone that they forgot about, right? So she moves to Tokyo, and then so the guy lives in Tokyo basically, and I don't know what the other city is. Um, and they see each other on the train, but on different trains because you know, okay. like a typical. And then the music starts playing, like the outro starts playing, and then what happens is that the guy goes down a bunch of stairs, and the girl goes up, and then the girl is very. Um, you can see that it's her because the whole movie she she's wearing like this red tie hmm. on her hair and then you see her just come up and then basically the ending is, the ending is like he he goes um, he asks her basically for her name and then that's it that's the end of the story and I thought that was really cool like for an, an hour and 30 minute video that could have been a 12, seri- 12 episode anime and done in like one hour one hour and 30 minutes it's sick that's why I enjoyed it I don't know why and also I think yeah it's like watch, you know when you watch a YouTube video yeah, yeah 1.25 speed I love it I love watching videos at <laughs> 1.25 speed just get to the point but it was good I don't know I enjoyed it I thoroughly enjoyed that I don't know why that's yeah. why I've been a, I, just, ever, ever since that point I was a big fan of Makoto Shinkai because I think before I would watch this thing called so he had a movie before it was called five centimeters per second but it was just like a really it's just like a typical love story it's just like someone likes someone but he doesn't like her so he goes for someone else but that someone else is not just weird it's just just like a love story and then this one is a bit more i don't know a bit more plot twisty uh, very cool i don't know i don't know what i liked about it i think it's just very appealing pretty cool yeah Yeah. i think you would have enjoyed it and unfortunately i spoiled you what the spoilers are and that's really i you know i'm like i probably wouldn't have watched it yeah (laughs) but yeah now it's okay so let's get to the point so one of my points are how how good so let's say you have this really sick series from what I've heard Game of Thrones yep but the ending is shit hmm. how much does that how much does the ending ma- how, like how do, do you would, would you say the ending matters a lot or the journey to the ending matters more um so the journey matters more okay. but if the ending is crap then it gets spoiled because, like the whole thing because like for example I've been watching How I Met Your Mother again Okay, but now you know the mum. So eh. not, not like not. So it wouldn't matter if I knew the mum. But the way that you know how it ended, isn't um, what's his name? Wait, wait. What do you mean how it? Isn't it? I can't. Remember, Robin. That's yeah, the, she's the mum, right? No. So, essentially, right. I already guessed it 
because I, I watched a scene when it was basically on TV. Mm. I watched a scene, I was like, oh. Like, I started putting dots together. So I said to one of my friends before who we used to watch it, I was like, oh, I think she's dead, you know. I think the mum's dead. Because, like, there's been certain bits where Ted's like, oh, where's my wife? Basically random scenes. But then also, I was also wondering why is he telling his kids how they met the mum? Like, I started connecting dots. And then, obviously, when it got to the end of, of the last season... Um, it turns out so basically his the wife's called Tracy um, they get married they have kids they're happy da 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 it's basically the last few episodes are basically speed run um, it literally is it's <laughs> they, like they run out of it yeah yeah so it's it's essentially speed run like how, it goes all the way to the first episode to the present day in the first episode which is like 2030 or whatever it is and he ends the story and he's like so kids that's how I met your mother and the kids are like, yo, dad, we know you love Robin. Go after Robin. And then he runs after Robin. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, that's not a good ending. <laughs> Wait, it's the mum not... The mum dead. Sorry, no. sorry, the mum died. Uh, the mum died. Yeah, so I was right all along. The mum was dead. Um, And so the kids are like, oh, that whole, that whole nine seasons or whatever it was they did, that whole time you loved Robin go for her and I was like bruh the whole time I like I didn't say he would love Robin because Barney married Robin bro so that whole time he was trying to say that you were trying to get your kids to tell you that you go after Robin but for me it was trying to meet the, the mum oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was in it for like half a season or whatever I was like damn bro <laughs> like come on so that's that sort of spoiled like, I'm watching it again I, was like, I really liked How I Met Your Mother yeah. I put it above Friends because I I watched it more than Friends. Well, yeah. Friends is always on, but I I relate to it more than Friends. I think some of the characters are better than the characters in Friends. Um, but I, I think that with those with those shows, I don't really consider them to be like great story. You watch it for the jokes. Yeah, you watch those movies, uh, shows for the jokes. But that was like the the difference with How I Met Your Mother because there was still, yeah a, <laughs> you know that there's a beginning and an end yeah like the end is going to be how did he, he met the, hit their mother like in all honesty the show could have flopped and after like the first season they, they're going to be like oh yeah this is the this mom. is your mum yeah. but obviously they knew they, they were onto something um, so yeah they, they did a whole I think it's nine or ten seasons and it just spoiled it like I'm watching it I'm like Bro, they're building up this whole how I make your mum thing and then it's going to be ruined within two episodes. Mm. It's like, bro. It was like even, I think even the actors were like, nah, it's not good enough. Because the, the thing that I would argue is that ending is also really big. I think they're as equal as each other. So like the endings can also be, like the journey should be good and should, should be the ending. But yeah. what a lot of things nowadays is flop on ending. Mm. And that's why to me, having a good ending stands out a lot more than those that don't. Yeah. Because nowadays, the journey can be sick, can be really good, but then the ending can be just... Game of Thrones. Mediocre, yeah. Mm. So that's why... Um, so, to compare that to something, there was this anime. It's a very popular anime. You probably don't know what it's called, but it's called Lelouch. Uh, Lelouch. Oh, I watched that one. I watched it. Lelouch of the Rebellion. Yeah, I watched it. You watch it? Nah. <laughs> so... Uh, so it's pretty much just like uh, like rebellion versus imperial I can't remember what they call it Star Wars yeah basically yeah. Star Wars 
but what happens is that the main character he has the ability to do mind control but he can only mind control I think a certain amount of times so he can't mind control everybody like um, he can't mind control someone again and again yeah so directly after yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he is the part of a rebellion and I don't know what the bad guys are um but him and his best friend, they're rebe- uh, so he was so the main guy is called Lelouch. He was born as uh, like the bad guys, but he's a part of the rebellion. Yeah. Okay. But like- so he's a he's a how do I call it? He's like a royal member, so he's like very high up. Yeah. Like he's like the son of a king or something. I don't know. I'm not sure at this point. Okay. Because to me, the journey was very all right. But what really got to you is the ending. So the whole time, he's a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. But then near like a first, near like the middle of the season or like the end of maybe first season. So there's two seasons to this. He becomes a part of the enemy, bad guy. And then his main friend, Suzuki, his best friend, becomes a part of the rebellion. So they basically like just fight each other, trying to be like, trying to get rid of each other. So obviously rebellion is trying to kill the bad guys and the bad guys trying to kill the I'm just kidding Star Wars vibes off it yeah but listen listen the ending is the banger so what happens in the ending there's a so okay so there was a vigilante Lelouch he had a I guess a persona a different persona where he would show himself as this character called Zero so no one because obviously he's a royal he's a royal a member of the royal family whatever Mm -hmm. He can't show himself as a royal member of the family and be fighting against the bad guys. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's this thing called Zero. So he has he made this old persona and it's like has a like motorcycle mask, um, helmet, whatever. And what he does in the uh, so during I think maybe halfway through season one or maybe at the end of season one he becomes a part of the bad guys, right? And Suzuki's the main guy. Suzuki becomes basically the good guy. Is he a spy? Who? Lelouch. Lelouch. No. So he becomes the leader of the bad guys. Yeah. Right? Like, after, like, I think maybe after season one, I'm not sure. So they start fighting, whatever. It's just typical anime, just fight each other. Mm. Robots, here and here we go, having powers. And the main thing about this series, I think what people like, what I really like about it is the ending. So the ending, they are in a... There's a parade for the bad guys to say they're winning or something like that. And... So Lelouch is there on his throne, whatever. Yeah. And then randomly, a zero comes out and kills him, right? Hmm. And well, you realize that that zero is actually Suzuki's best friend. And this has been Lelouch's plan all along. It's for him to get to the top of the bad guy's hierarchy, whatever, and for him to sacrifice himself and die. So that it will... Because obviously, if, let's say, your leader gets killed... Yeah everybody's panicking everybody doesn't know what to do it's to kind of restore peace in the whole world which is really sick because I've never seen anything that because obviously it's like planned and obviously during that time also I think this was like maybe mid 2000s and a lot a lot of movies or shows were like that and I think that's what I really liked about it how it was all planned all along when you don't really realise and that's the big reveal at the end even though I like I can say there was what episode is it there's one episode where, where you know, Zero, I told you, he was wearing a mask, right? Mm. Gets stolen by a cat. And that was one whole episode. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. 
Hmm. And obviously that sounds really crap, but then in the end it pays off and you're like, oh, that's really cool. It, there's a lot of anime like that. And unfortunately, you just a lot of people just get bored of it because the ending, the start, the journey there, it's just not that great. Yeah, you know what it sort of reminds me of? What? So obviously it's giving me Star Wars vibes. Yeah, right at the start, yeah, I get what you mean. But it's also giving me Harry Potter vibes. So, okay. Right. Deep, like, deep dive into some Harry Potter lore now. Um, so obviously the big the big boy um, for the good guys was Dumbledore, right? Okay. And he dies, yeah? Severus Snape turns up on the tower, kills him. Yeah, right. the my, the my my favorite character, yeah? <laughs> the waste man. Um, but obviously, what we find out in the next book, in the next film, um, or next two films, uh, because it's in two parts, is that Snape and Dumbledore were colluding. It. They were planned colluding. it. So I don't know if you know, because I don't know if they explain it properly in the films, but in the books, Dumbledore is dying. Anyway, yeah, yeah Dumbledore was supposed to die. So he, yeah, yeah. So he's dying. From oh, I thought it was go. I thought it was his destined to die, no? Or was he gonna die anyway? No. So what like happened that. was, so you know the Horcruxes. Yeah. So one of the Horcruxes was Marvolio Gaunt's ring. Marvolio Gaunt is Voldemort's granddad. So hey, remind me, the Horcruxes is the ones that can kill Voldemort, right, or something like that. So the Horcruxes are fragments of Voldemort's soul that he placed into items. Okay. Um. So what he had to do was he had to kill. And somehow, um, not, I'm not exactly clued up on the knowledge, but when you kill, a bit of your soul comes loose or something like that. And you he, you can encase it into an object and this way you can't die. So you're essentially, until your Horcrux is destroyed, destroyed, you're immortal. You're immortal. Okay. Okay. This is how, when Harry defeated, uh, when baby Harry defeated Voldemort, Voldemort was still a being but he wasn't fully human until Wormtail did this, the potion and the spell. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the, the ring with Marvolio Gaunt, who's Voldemort's granddad, because yeah. Tom Marvolio Riddle is Voldemort's real name. Um, so what we find out is that um, Dumbledore put that ring on, right, when he found it, and it cursed him. So it created a curse. His hand went black um, and he was basically dying. So it was decaying. His body was slowly decaying from his hand. So it's like, yeah, it's quite grim. Um, so he's obviously, he knows he's dying. So he says to Snape, yo, I've been a bit of a prick. I haven't told Harry Potter everything. I don't think I will. So what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to train him. I'm going to show him how to find Voldemort's Horcruxes and his weaknesses and all of this sort of stuff but you're the one that's going to have to tell him that that he has to die so obviously Snape's role in the next one was to tell Harry that he dies he has to die and he did that by his memories so so let me explain something so when um, so Dumbledore told Snape he's told him this very good piece of advice he said when Voldemort starts fearing for the life of his snake, you must tell Harry that he needs to die. Right? Wait, who needs to die? Harry needs to die. <laughs> yeah? So, what happens is, Snape was obviously called 
to Voldemort's side because Voldemort's pissed, right? He's got the most powerful wand, but he thinks it's not working properly for him. And he realizes, so him, his understanding of the Elder Wand is that you have to gain it by killing the previous owner, which necessarily isn't true because all you have to do is defeat the previous owner. Who is the previous owner? So the previous owner was Dumbledore. Okay. So Dumbledore defeated Grindelwald, then Dumbledore um, had the Elder Wand. And so what Dum- what Voldemort's mistake was, two things, was that he thinks it's done by kill- killing, and he thinks that Snape was the one that is the owner of the, the wand. So he obviously says to Snape, come here. And Snape, sort of, obviously, he isn't as dumb, he isn't dumb, he's a clever man. Um, and Best he's- man, might, might, <laughs> might add. <laughs> he, so yeah, he realises that Voldemort's going to try and kill him, because the snake, he sees a snake, it's like in a, it's in like a magic cage. So he's like, oh no, I want to go see Harry before he kill me. And so he's like, oh, my lord, please let me go find the boy. I'll find him, bring him to you. But obviously Harry's, Harry's right outside the door. So Harry's listening to this whole thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so Snape realising that Voldemort isn't going to use a killing curse, um, he thinks he has obviously a little bit of hope when he sets a snake to kill um, Snape. So Voldemort thinks, oh yeah, I'm now the leader. Like I'm now the, the owner yeah, yeah. of the most powerful wand. Snape starts crying. Harry puts his tears in a, in a in a vial, and that's how Harry finds out about Snape being the good guy the whole time. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember what what I, the point I was making. So yeah. So essentially, what happens is Dumbledore realizing he's dying and probably won't be able to tell Harry. So he says to Snape, "You, you need to be the one that tells him." So Snape does it by memories. Okay. Um, but obviously what Voldemort didn't realise just to clarify that one point so what Voldemort didn't realise was Draco Malfoy disarmed Dumbledore before Dumbledore died meaning Draco Malfoy was the owner of the Elder Wand uh, um, because he defeated yeah, Dumbledore yeah. Um, and then Harry disarmed Draco Malfoy when they went into Malfoy Manor do you remember it from the films no, they, go, they go in there then Dobby comes in and saves them I can't remember. And then Dobby and dies. So technically, it's Harry. That's Harry is the owner, owner of the elder one. So by the time Snape's dead, two other people were actually the, the people that could have that had ownership of the elder one. Mm. Um, so yeah, so basically Dumbledore's obviously a smart man. He, um, well, he puts on that ring. He starts killing him, tells Snape that, um, yeah, he needs to tell Harry he's going to die. And then him and Snape come up with a plan that Snape... So basically, they, they they know, because because Snape is trusted by Voldemort, they know that Malfoy has been tasked with the... Well, with the issue of trying to kill Dumbledore. So Snape's like, nah, he's a kid. Leave him be. Yeah. You're going to have to do it. So Snape's like, yo, we're boys. How can I do that to you? Um, but yeah, so Snape kills him. But obviously, what we find out with the ring, the reason why Dumbledore put it on... So... Dumbledore's a very troubled genius, all right? A lot of, obviously, you obviously hear about geniuses being quite troubled. So he was a very lonely man. He was a very troubled guy. His parents, obviously, had died. Yep. Um, his, his father was in prison and died in prison for beating up muggles because they attacked Dumbledore's sister when she was young. Um, <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Uh, so basically what happened was Ariana, Dumbledore's sister obviously couldn't control her magic and his kids saw it 
and they were just trying to get her to repeat it but she couldn't necessarily I think they yeah, might be an oracle or something okay. um, and then she became an obscurial so she became too frightened to use her magic but it imploded within her so then she became an obscurial which is a have you watched Fantastic Beasts? the first one? yeah so you know Ezra Miller the weird guy in real yeah. life yeah um, he has that power that random ability like he so he's powerful everyone tries to catch him yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, in a... he's in all three of them yeah he's in all yeah. three of them yeah, yeah. Um, but he's a prick in real life he, he's an obscura so yeah okay. he's an obscura um, and so is Ariana but Ariana um, eventually kills her mum by accident after the outburst and then either Dumbledore Aberforth or Grindelwald kill Ariana um, and Vo- Dumbledore is very very depressed by this he's very upset and so when he puts on the ring what he realises the ring you know the resurrection stone that Harry uses to bring back his parents Sirius and Lupin mm. he knows it's that so he thinks by putting it on it'll, he'll be able to talk to his family again but obviously it's a horcrux it's cursed and by the time Harry gets it it's already the horcrux is gone because Dumbledore's mm. dealt with it okay. but yeah um, but anyway back to that that your anime reminded me of Dumbledore and Snape's pact together because it's like they're yeah. best friends where yeah. they're close and yeah and the one of them had to sacrifice themselves yeah, I think that, I think that's a really cool I, I don't know I really that really yeah I think endings are always I, I don't know I really like good endings I want to ask me. you a quick question about right. endings so obviously we spoke about Harry Potter mm. what do you think of Harry Potter's ending where they go 19 years later Right, so you're talking about like when they get like so the, the end future. of Harry Potter, yeah, like when like they get- official end. So obviously there's a cursed child, but there's always debates whether it's official or not. Um, so the official end, they turn up 19 years later at King's Cross. Harry's oldest son is already at Hogwarts. His his middle son, well his middle child, is about to join and is worried about he's going to join Slytherin. Harry was like, nah, man. You know, yeah, Gryffindor. Your Albert, no, your, your Albert Severus, it doesn't matter if you're a Slytherin because Severus Snape, you know, the waste man. Oh, because that's a name, right? You yeah. named after her, yeah, I forgot. Like, why are you naming out Albus Severus? But it should be Albus Rubius, not Albus Severus. Rubius Hagrid all the way. No, no. <laughs> your name is Severus Snape. But dude, wait, wait. So forget any allegiances, right? No. Say, say you were Harry Potter. Yeah. There's this big guy who got you out of your abusive okay, family. Here, here we go. There's a sales pitch for uh, no, Hagrid. No, but think about it. Forget allegiances, right? Forget allegiances. Right, so there's a big guy who helps you get out of your abusive family and takes you to this magical world. Mm. Right, he's there for you every time. So basically what Hagrid did in the first year yeah. was send Harry a letter yeah. to come join him for dinner. Yeah. Or they call it tea. Obviously we have had that conversation, tea. Um <laughs> And he's really nice to Harry every year. So every time Harry's up to something, Hagrid's there to basically be a bit of comfort. Like when Harry was chosen as a, as a tribal champion, or all sorts. Like Hagrid was the one that gave Harry the picture book of all yeah. of his of all of his parents' pictures, right? And compare compare this to Snape, who bullied the crap out of Harry for seven for six years, but then you find that he's a good guy. Right, it's like he's a spy of all time. But then there's this other guy that's been there the whole time. He's carrying you, your dead body, what he thinks is your dead, lifeless body, t- 
to back to Hogwarts, like, and then you name your son after the guy you knew was a hero for five minutes, whereas not after what? To be fair, you don't have to name it after Hagrid, but I just think it's stupid that they named it after Severus, the but slimy li- snake. Listen, listen. There's a redemption arc, you know. Like, people want that redemption. Arc. People, you can't be just all good. Like to you, people are going to be like, oh, okay, cool. No, but it's not just but, all good. But a redemption arc. Yeah, everybody wants a redemption. Everybody wants to see the good guy, the bad guy, turn good. But no, I don't like. I get obviously. I don't. I don't. I don't hate on Snape's story. Yeah. Like I like that. I like that redemption arc. Yeah. I just don't think people should give him the heroism, <laughs> the badges, but the medals him. that he. He, everyone gives him because he's not a good person who cares if you sacrificed like your life for, for this right yep when there's other people doing the same thing but because you were on the uh, pretending to be on the side you're getting a lot of name press whereas you know, the amount of people that died you know you know Ron's girlfriend in the sixth one that Hermione is very jealous of Lavender Brown can't remember so uh, Ron gets his first ever girlfriend right okay she dies because she comes to help to fight in the Hogwarts uh, Battle of Hogwarts this whole time Snape it's isn't a fighting minor character no nah, but Snape in the Battle character. of Hogwarts Snape was there from the start Lavender Brown if you read the books was there from the start yeah from the movies though she was in the movie from the start because how significant was she to be fair in the books like yeah but she it's... was a good character um it got annoying in book six because, <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah, I I absolutely refuse. So yeah, what do you think anyway? What do you think of nineteen years later? Like, what uh, did you think when you saw that? I mean, that? it's not really to me. It's just an alright ending because to me, it's just you know, it's just a mo- more of like a weird prologue. Yeah, it was just literally. It's just like a little Easter egg to see just because sort of, you know how sometimes when a book Ep- ends, epilogue. Is it epilogue? I'm not sure. Anyway, sure. uh, that one that goes after long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, um, it, it's kind of because okay, you know when you read a book or you yeah. finish the story, you kind of into oh, what happens in a few years? It's pretty much that. It's pretty yeah. much to me just like a fan, like just for the fans, pretty much to just have a little bit of like, um, what does he call it? Not not control. Um, like a little bit of uh, security in how it ends. I guess to be like, oh yeah, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. That's it. To do me, that's not really. It's not. Uh, I mean, yeah. do you want to know my interpretation? Okay, all right. Okay, similar. It's similar to yours, right? So obviously, it's for the fans that, that have like. Actually, I don't know if it was for the fans. So I think it might have just been J.K. Rowling being like, "Yo, okay, this is the end. Like, no matter what you lot say, this is this is the end, right? This is nineteen years later. We're done." Um, because I think she had enough of it by that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, because what did she say afterwards? Her rants on Twitter. Is it Twitter? Is yeah, we, are, we won't go into that. But <laughs> yeah. So well, essentially... Definitely DM. <laughs> my, my interpretation was that Harry had such crap life. All right, so such a crap life. Like, if you think about it, if you deep it for a second, right, parents murdered before he was able to know who they were properly lived in an Arusa family, lived in a cupboard up under stairs for 10 years. That's like Batman. But <laughs> the cupboard's just bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, 
lives in a cupboard on a search for 10 years, finds out, finally has some happy happiness, then finds out everything about his parents. Imagine an 11 year old kid finding out everything. Imagine that there's this bold headed prick that killed, killed your, your parents. parents. Yeah. And then he finally finds like a family member almost in Sirius Black. Right? But Sirius Black He's has like, gone and run. So yeah. the whole of the next year, Sirius Black is on the run. Harry is then in a tournament where he meets a good guy called Cedric Diggory, played by R. Pats, everyone's favourite Batman. <laughs> and then he dies in front of Harry whilst his bold-headed prick comes back. The guy who killed his parents comes back and is a living, walking person again. Yeah, because he dies in the same movie, right? Yeah. Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory dies yeah. when Voldemort comes back. I think he's back. my favourite vampire. Um, and then and then yeah so fifth year that family member that he loved so much is taken away from him who's that? Sirius Black okay he's killed he dies yeah he dies he dies in front of Harry by Sirius Black's cousin uh, um, the the lady Bellatrix Estrange yeah that's the one and then Harry's that's on the last scene right? the one when they're on the mound they're fighting in the Ministry of Magic yeah yeah Um, and then Harry's mentor the guy who he looked up to is killed by his least favourite teacher so obviously Dumbledore was killed by Severus Snape mm-hmm. and everything changes he finds out about Voldemort's past and finds out that Voldemort has set Harry an impossible task almost impossible task of trying to get the Horcruxes right and all this time the whole world knows Harry Potter's name before he knew his name and the whole world puts all the pressure of the world on Harry's shoulders once Dumbledore dies. Like who like who is the the light after Dumbledore dies? It has to be Harry Potter. Right? Okay. So he has all that pressure and then his best mate runs out on him because his best mate gets annoyed that they're not doing the right thing. That's in they're not going on a path that's finding out everything. So his whole life he's had like crap happen to him. And he's even like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all right, you know, I'm all right. I'm going to carry on going, carry on going. All right. And then finally we get this 19 years later. He defeats the bold prick. All right. Everyone else around him dies. He loses Lupin. He loses Tonks. He loses uh, Fred Weasley. Like, he loses all these people. And then finally, 19 years later, he has a family. His best friends are still there. They have their family. And literally the last sentence in the whole Harry Potter book like franchise is all was well that's literally the last sentence and I think that's perfect I think it shows that Harry is now older he's had a happy life probably has a bit of trauma naturally but you know he's got a good wife that he he chased for a year or less than half a year and his best friends are still there I think I think it's a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you if you if you if you delve into it, it's more to it than just. Nineteen years later, he's sending his kids off to Hogwarts. I see, but to me though, I think it's not. Uh, how do I say this? Isn't that just like a normal good ending? To so me, it's yeah, not really... but it, obviously I've I've studied Harry Potter. I basically yeah. studied Harry Potter. So <laughs> all Harry wanted was a quiet life. He didn't care about being famous. He just wanted to get out of the Dursleys and then 
like obviously when you're imagine this you're someone comes up to you and says oh you can go to Hogwarts you're gonna be magic but as soon as you just let you go into that world everyone knows your name and everyone like not even you knows why like this all this stuff happened yeah so it's just it's just someone being a hero and getting a good ending to me yeah and it, it deserved it yeah, but because obviously everyone was rumored. There's rumors. I don't know if you if you remember all these years ago that he was going to die, and he did. But he came back alive. Jon Snow. <laughs> Jon Snow is the same. Is the same really. That I think yeah, they yeah, didn't. He... They didn't want a Harry Potter ending for Jon Snow. That was <laughs> that was the issue. They didn't want that because Jon Snow deserved to be on the Iron Throne, but he technically didn't want it. All he ever wanted yeah. to be part of the Night's Watch. Mm. So yeah, sorry, I've, I've taken over your your bit. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's uh, all is well. It's a good. Yeah, all was well. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that's a pretty good, I guess, ending. But to me, I just don't think it's that special compared to other stuff. I think yeah, okay. I yeah. feel like that ending uh, is just what other stuff. I feel like the journey to the ending is a lot better. Obviously. than the ending. Yeah. Like and, the way the sorry, sorry before the epilogue or prologue, whatever it is, nineteen years <laughs> later, but. Before that, so it ends with. I can't remember, but I think it's basically just like him, Ron, and Hermione are just standing there or something. I can't remember. I, can't, I think I might be getting mixed up with the film, but essentially it's just those three. And I think I think it's something like, oh, Harry was. I think it's something. Someone says about celebrating, but Harry in uh, J.K. Rowling writes that Harry was rather tired or something like that and then it goes 19 years later what would you think if it ended like that if it said Harry was tired or so, he's gonna what? die <laughs> he's about to die like Iron Man um, by the way it's epilogue it's the one after is it yeah, yeah. well I don't know why I said prologue there because um, prologue yeah prologue I, I was thinking because obviously I've written somewhat of a book and I put prologue at the beginning bit, so I was thinking have I got it all wrong um, but yeah, so you, you you carry on. Is there anything else from the world of anime in Japan that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think that's I think that's it for me. I, I I mean, I just think that endings are. I don't know. To me, I just find it really good. Like sometimes I would watch. I would I would fucking watch really shit anime hmm. to get to the good ending. Yeah, there were okay. moments I did that because. So there was a there's this very very famous anime. It's called Clanet, and hmm. funnily enough, it's from a game, and the game is actually like a light novel, where you date girls basically. It's so dumb, but the, the anime is completely different. But however, the first season is awful, but that's how you get introduced to the story and you get attached to characters. Yeah, and then in the end, hits you with a banger. So the way that the so. This, so this planet is split into two, um, I guess, uh, seasons. So there's the first one. It's called Clanet. It's just Clanet. And it just goes through the life of this guy. And he has a group of friends. And it's just going through life just in general. So I, I would say that you watch it just because. Just and then you get introduction to these characters. And in near the end, he meets basically his girl. Yeah, so at the end of the, I think, end of season one, they end up together or something. And this next one is called 
kind of the after story. And the thing is, though, so the person that directed and made this um, game and this anime, his name's uh, Maida June. Maida June. Um, and he is very popular for having really weird fictional stuff in his show. So I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it. So during After Story, you'll see this robot, some random scenes where it's just this robot talking. And you won't really know what it is. It's like a ro- toy robot. Hmm. So After Story pretty much follows the life of the main guy, I can't remember his name, and this girl. The girl's called Nagisa, I think. And it just goes through a life after school. So after they, after they graduate. So it's a, about family and about having being a couple. So, spoilers alert, this is the big plot of the story, basically. This is where it's all leading up to. You you watch, like, 30 episodes just to lead up to this. So, the last... So, you get a child. gets a child, right? Hmm. And the child... So, the, obviously, they're really happy. And all of a sudden, I think the Nagisa, um, like, from my understanding, it's like a emergency um, pregnancy. So, yeah. like... I don't know how many is that exactly because this is not the part that's really memorable. What's memorable has happened in the end. So, when he gave when she gave birth to this child, she was on life support, right? And she doesn't make it out alive, basically. So the whole life, so his whole life basically breaks down there, where him and it's pretty much his son, pretty much lives. Uh, so yeah. Obviously, he's still. Obviously, with Nagisa dying, he's very obviously not distraught. very well. Yeah, yeah, very distraught. So I think that's like the last few six few episodes actually of the anime, and it's interesting how at this point this is when things start to get rough. Because considering a lot of it is like really happy, usually quite lighthearted, and then you realize that this is a drama, hmm. and there's a big story behind this. So, him and his son one day, I think they're walking out in the snow. And his son is so when she, I think they went up for like a checkup, um, and his son is very vulnerable to getting ill, I think if I remember correctly, and so they went for a walk somewhere, but then it starts snowing, and they couldn't make it home, um, like I think it was like really long way home, but the kid becomes gets really cold and gets really ill. Even though he knows, I'm not sure why he was walking with. If you know, your hmm. child's getting ill, and at that point he also dies. The kid also dies. So that's how. That's why that the anime is really highly rated for those end for that exact ending. But because of the way that the guy made the Jun, the way he has like this fictional shit. Hmm. He the toy that was actually in those scenes was actually the child, and for some reason I don't know why. There's a weird thing about this thing, a weird thing about this anime, that it brings everybody back to life or something. I can't remember why. It's such a weird mechanic or like weird thing about the show. But because, yeah, and then it just it's, it becomes a good ending. So basically, they all live together happily. But then obviously, going to that journey to get there, and that ending where pretty much his whole family dies right in front of him, it's kind of just. I think that's why it's rated so highly, just because of that. Because I remember the first season, because obviously the way that anime rating, anime like rating websites work, is that they rate it based on seasons. So first season is completely different. 
first season has horrible ratings. It's literally like not that great. But it obviously with the ending that strong, to me, it's very like to me, I never thought an anime would make me sad. Because obviously to you, if you think of like a like up was sad, but not to this extent where obviously I think if you have if you watch this anime when you have a family, I think it will hit a lot different. Well, I think when it comes to that. When I'm 100 years old, then, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the same. There's also a show on Netflix, actually. It's called Kotaro Lives Alone. Yeah, I remember you saying yeah. about this. And it's yeah. just about just a kid living by himself. And you kind of understand what he is going through and why he's at that state. Because you kind of realize that there's no one actually taking care of this guy. Yeah. And so the thing about that story is that he's helped the Kotaro kid. He's so... Um, he's he's willing he's so selfless so the way so kind of like what you get from it is that the character is so selfless because he's helping out this, so one of the episodes he has like an old past friend come up to him and then he realised that he has a he um, one of his friends in the that lives so it's pretty much just revolves around one kid and a whole block of flats and one of the um, I guess person that lives in the flat is his best friend and he realised that his old best friend uh, no sorry he's the best friend in the flat is realising that Kotaro is asking for a lot of money because he can't pay his rent but yeah. he gets money anyway but what he realises is that he's giving it to his friend and his even though Kotaro knows that he's being scammed hmm. he still he's still continues. willing to give him money yeah if that makes sense and you realise that because I remember there's also a really I don't know maybe you'll find it sad there's one scene there where he buys um Balloons and he draws people on him because he doesn't have a family. That's his family. Like he draws people. He draws his dad, daughter, and uh, not daughter, dad and mum in like in a balloon and he carries it. Because um, pretty much the whole plot of the story is just him there because his, I think his dad has a restraining order. So his dad's trying to find him, but he has a restraining order against him because so he's not in the past. Where he lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why he's alone. But I think his mum is not there anymore. I think his his mom's like passed away or something. Yeah, he doesn't have other family members. That's pretty much what the whole story is. But it's it's kind of just that show is pretty much just it's more of like a life moral story rather than a oh it's a good it's a good anime. It's not. I think it's all right. But the story behind it, the moral and what you what the characters are doing because obviously that's what, that's what I like about stories for them to teach you something. I'm not gonna go to a story and be like oh okay. Uh, I'm not gonna go to. Fast and Furious and drive cars, was just thinking fast drive and, cars and <laughs> kill everybody or save the save the world and nah, then but the moral of Fast and Furious <laughs> is family it's all family, family. <laughs> um, but who needs moral when you need, when you have family <laughs> um, so yeah that was actually that was quite interesting yeah, a very insightful episode yeah. I think um, not even just, uh, all the whole anime because obviously you know me I'm not I'm not yeah. Uh, an anime a person yeah. not, not that I'm not a fan I, it's not that I hate anime mm. it's just that I, I can't, can't. Um, but I think this is our currently longest um, episode yeah um, uh, we have been going currently on, on recording uh, 67 minutes Ooh, um, <laughs> so yeah um, so I think that's probably a good place to to and wrap then, yeah, we were talking about good endings this might be a good ending <laughs> for us um, but yeah, so let us know about your thoughts. Have you have you watched your name? Have you watched what was the other one? Um, uh, Code Geass. What was that? 
Code Geass, the one with Lelouch. That's yeah, Code, Code, Code Geass. and uh, Kotaro lives alone. And Kaden, Kaden, Kaden. What's that one? Oh, Clanid. Clanid, that's it. Clannad, <laughs> yeah, I forgot I talked about that. Um, but yeah, so if you if you watch those or if you've read, I don't know if they're mangas or if you did you mention that one of them might have been a game or something. Yeah, but it's like a it's not a very good game because it's like it's like a you know this dating games that you get like you click on this they're not exactly yeah. it's like that basically yeah I, I get what you mean a choice sort of yeah, yeah that's very popular back in the day and um so a lot of that june made us guys uh, work is from games and he just makes it to anime okay. and he makes the anime more not datey datey yeah yeah makes sense um but yeah if you if you've watched any of those um and of course harry potter if yeah. you've watched that um and if you think ones. if you think harry potter can be turned into an anime we'll see how it works you know what you need to watch there's a there's a Star Wars anime I think I've heard yeah, I yeah. Th- there is yeah I I've, I think I've heard of that uh, same as there's a Batman one as well yeah there's a Batman um, but yeah we'll see if we'll see if, if Harry Potter ever gets turned into an anime I'm not sure if it will but cool. I, I, I can see it as an yeah, anime I'll make it I'll draw it <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah as always as we always say like follow subscribe yeah um, we are everywhere, everywhere, everywhere we can try to be. Um, we obviously we, we we do want to go to video, but we don't know if people want that just yet. So if you can just drop us a message on Insta, Twitter, or even our email address at two men one beard at gmail dot com, um, we yeah. will. We'll see you one hundred and ninety years later. Was it one hundred and nineteen? Nineteen years. Nineteen later. years later. How can it be one hundred and nineteen? Oh, sorry, I forgot. People don't live as long as you. <laughs> to be fair, Dumbledore was about one hundred fifty when he yeah, died. Yeah, what does he have on his knee? <laughs> he has the map of uh, the underground. Yeah, London underground. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Thank um, you very much. That was JB's episode, and I hope you enjoyed. Well, it. really, it was half half Hagrid, <laughs> half Hagrid sales pitch. That's what it was. Let's see if if you if you guys like Hagrid. Agree, Let's see. Yeah, Hagrid yeah. or Snape? Right? Comment we'll Hagrid below or Snape. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and we hopefully will see you next week. Next week.